Welcome to Waypoint, everyone. This time we are diving back into our little intermission arc with um, Max at summer camp. And I will let our incredible cast introduce themselves. Say hi, cast. Hi, hi. cast. Of course you did. Why, why did you expect anything different? Why? Uh, hi, I'm Julian. I play Will, a.k.a. Willoughby Crowley, which is his full name, who is a magic user and doesn't want to be at this fucking camp. I'm Sam. I'm playing Robin Gray, um, who doesn't have any superpowers, but everybody thinks they do because um, they are very perce perceptive about people. Hi, I'm Mimi. And after all this time, I'm still playing Max. <laughs> <laughs> it's still you it's still me <sighs> and I guess you still have electromagnetic control <laughs> it's actually electrodynamic control <laughs> yeah actually it says electrodynamic control on the sheet uh, and the magnetic thing is just something that we sort of settled on Max also being able to do <laughs> well, because we mispronounced it a few times I think no I actually did look up uh, electrodynamics and that's also part of it <laughs> okay so, like, electromagnetics is a part of electrodynamics. Yeah. Like, right. at least that's, cool. that's what my Googling um, told me, so... <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It's like, uh, I, I think static shock also can, like, move metal with lightning bolts. So, it's probably something like that. That works. I mean, I know from my physics class that electricity can induce a magnetic field. And so, I'm going to assume that magnetism, magnetism and electricity goes closely enough together sure. that you could... Yeah, it's basically it. that whole field of everything that has to do with electricity from what I saw. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. I mean, I could. We, I, people could probably also argue for wind powers being able to generate electricity or something like that. If I mean, can, like, like density of air. Yeah. The flash can shoot lightning, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not actually that's not actually lightning in the traditional sense. That comes actually from the speed force energy. <laughs> you know, actually, if you wrap two two things together, then you can cause friction, and friction can um cause um free electrons, and that can discharge in a lightning strike. So actually, actually, you when you run very fast, you can generate a lot of heat. So I, also he should yeah. have heat powers. I love that you guys have mansplaining voices. <laughs> okay, I'm going to paint you a little picture. The sun shines brightly above Lake Silvercrest summer camp for children with superhuman abilities. A light breeze winds its way through the birches and oak trees of the forests, flits across the sandy shore of the lake, and seems to freeze at the sight of an enormous iceberg in the middle of the lake, lit from inside by a softly glowing green sword. Dozens of floating sheets of ice drift and bump against each other, making a quiet crackling sound that reaches a group of people standing at the shore. Max Powers, Willoughby Crowley and Robin Gray all look at Laurie Ballard, one of the camp counselors, who gave them the first task of today's scavenger hunt. Get that sword! And please, don't die trying. And this is where this little episode starts. You guys are at the lake shore. There's an iceberg. There's a sword. Get it. I telekinesis the sword. It doesn't work. <laughs> ah, dang. There's an iceberg around it. <laughs> ah, it's in the middle of the iceberg. It's in the middle of the iceberg. So we have to ang it out, is what we're is saying. Is it like ang in the iceberg, or is it like the, the sword in the stone from no, Arthur? No, it's not sword in the stone, it's ang in the iceberg. Okay, okay. Um, so the thing is less, how do we get across to the iceberg? It's more, how do we get the sword out of the iceberg? Bit of both, I would say. It's still in the water, right? Like, it's still a little bit of water until the iceberg. Is it, like, physically yes. possible to break ice with lightning? Probably. <laughs> I mean, lightning is an explosion of sorts. You could, you can try it. I can break the ice. I, uh, <laughs> I would just uh, need help getting there, I think. You just need a very good opening line, then you can break the ice. Okay, yes. okay, I'm, I'm gonna talk. Yeah, let's let's go in character. Uh, in character, Willoughby doesn't say anything until you ask him. That's that fair. Makes sense. All right. Um, I mean, I could probably jump across without that many, is that much of a problem? But over, like, I have the floating... nothing to, uh, over the floating um, pieces of ice, yeah. Yeah, makes they sense. seem weirdly convenient as mm. a jumping platform. Wahoo! I feel like maybe we should go, like, together over there. 
so that I can basically show you which ones are the ones that I would tread on. Yes, you can go first and then the two of us follow. All That's right. fine. So your plan is to get a better look at the thing. Yes, to, mm. to get close enough, yeah. Yeah, to, uh, to uh, jump and run over. That sounds to me um, like Robin wants to do a brain's move to analyze the sheets of ice for stability. Yeah, and then just hop across. And to navigate us. Okay, I'm going to divide that into two different things because I think finding the correct place to where you should jump and actually jumping there are, are brains and bronze and not just brains. Damn it. But I will say, I will give you, I would say if you successfully analyze the eyes, I'm going to give each of you an additional die um, for jumping them. That's right. very nice and fair. But it will you. be a bronze. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you want to analyze the eyes. Mm -hmm. Give me a brains roll. Uh, how many dice do I get? I would say since your ability helps with that, I will say you get one extra dice, so two dice in total. Wow! I cannot say if looking at ice is daring and awesome, so yeah. I'm not going to give you that one. <laughs> I got two fives, which is my number. Amazing! <laughs> oh! <laughs> You got ultra power. Yes, twice. So first off, these are two successes, which, which which means it works well. But you also get a brief connection with the universe. What is the question? How are we gonna ha want to handle this? Are we gonna say each number that you roll equates to one question you can ask, or just one question in total? I, I don't think there's anything in the rules specifically about this case. I think because it was two perfect rolls, I get two questions, isn't it? I think that makes sense. I would say so. Yeah. Well, um, will lightning be able to get the sword out of the out of the not stone? Ice, ice. <laughs> <laughs> As you look at the ice, you have this little instinct of okay, how how is it shaped? How dense does it look? How does it behave? It seems like the ice has a lot more cracks in it than should be in an iceberg of that size. Um, you feel like shooting lightning at these cracks might be able to split the entire iceberg open, yes. Right. If you aim it right, if you hit one of those cracks, that might be like a chain reaction going through the ice mm -hmm. in a scratch in ice age, age kind of style. Can I suggest a second question? Yes, please, because I have no idea. Um, is the sword magnetic? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, while you look... Um, at the sword and trying to gauge which kind of cracks might be useful there, you see that the sword seems to glow all the way through. Mm -hmm. And as you look a little bit closer and get a better look from a different side, it seems slightly translucent. So you would assume it's not a metal sword. Right, okay. So I would assume so probably no, not, not magnetic. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, destroying the mountain and then just pulling it out of the water is not mm -hmm. viable. So um, not if you want to use magnetism. No. I, I kind of now want to do like. Do you remember Tabaluga TV from? Yes. yes. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that, That's going to be very oh relatable to our American audience. I know, right? There, so there's this game in the end of it where. Um, it's the, a game the show winning, for kids. The, the winning team gets to m maneuver over an ice field by. One person seeing the ice field, like seeing what what the which ones are the ones that you are able to tread on, and which ones are the ones that you would fall into the water if there were any water. Mm. And one person is the one who is stepping onto the ice, and the other person is standing on the shore directing their movements. I want to be I want to be the person who stays back on shore and directs the other person's movement, okay, which I would mean, be Max in this case, because I just realized that you can actually totally crack this with lightning. I feel like it might make sense for both of us to go and you to stay behind. Yeah, also that. But I could go. Yeah. I I don't I don't want to go across because that would not end well for me. I mean, you also <laughs> cannot help that much if exactly. you're there, right? <laughs> exactly. I would just be able to point at the iceberg and be like, "There's a crack," <laughs> and I think you're able to do that alone. I I really don't want to get wet, but I guess. Can you not magic your clothes to, like, repel water or something? I mean, I can, but I have to cast that. And casting doesn't always work. Okay. I can... Oh, I, I have an idea. Um, 
No way. That makes no sense. Okay, forget it. No, no, no. I want to hear it. I just had the idea that I could, like, levitate you with magic, but, like, why would you need to be levitated? Because it's awesome. (laughs) I can levitate the sword after you break it out of the ice. Okay, fine, but can you levitate me after? Like, I just want to be levitated, okay? (laughs) Just, Just as a trick. Okay, I can levitate you. Promise? Promise. Yep, start with the with the traversing yes. of the ice. Floating ice. Yes. Challenge. That one there. Jump jump to that one there. Alright. Okay. I'm gonna condense all the that one there, no the one on the left, no the other left, um, to a roll of brawn from each of you yep. with one dice if you're uh, do any of you I don't know if any of your abilities especially help with jumping against she- uh, over sheets of Actually, ice. Actually, like, I don't really have to move over there, right? Like, that's something that Max should be able to do on her own. Depends on what your plan was. I gather that uh, Robin was wanting to stay at the shore and directing you, and that uh, you and Max wanted to go over to the iceberg. I mean, I can. I guess I can also go over. I just don't know what Will's role in this is. <laughs> I mean, I can go first, and then... Like, let's see how that works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. And then you throw okay. the sword and Will catches it in midair. We'll see. Listen, so, we'll wing it. I will say this is a brawn roll with one dice for just doing a roll and an additional dice um, for the help that um, Robin is giving you. And if you're going to do it in any daring and awesome way, you might get another dice, but then I would need some juicy descriptions. Okay. Um... Quick question again. For Braun, I would have to be... Over. Over, right? Mm-hmm. Above your number, okay. yes. That's why I have no chance, because my number is a five. Yeah, I uh, just... <laughs> I mean, you have a chance. That's some metagaming shit there. <laughs> Go for it. What would Robin do? Max. Doesn't, don't they want I to I mean, Robin themselves? is doing what Robin would do, I think. I think I, so, too. I, I did the brainy thing. The brawny thing can be handled by somebody else. I mean, you couldn't help over there that much, I yeah, think. Yeah, so. exactly. And I'm doing the well thing by not doing it at all. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm doing the max thing by, by just actually playing the game. <laughs> yes, by you know doing the thing we're supposed to do with as, as much passion as possible. Yes, Mimi, give me a brawn roll with two dice. Ex- unless you can give me a very very cool description, yeah, then you thinking, might get an, an additional one. How could I make one. that like really awesome? I think I, I might. I don't you know if do... there's an awesome way to jump over that's, the ice. That's right? what I'm thinking. I think maybe it's just like taking the running start and doing it as fast as possible. <laughs> And, you know, using basically the force you get from sliding over the ice to get you to the next one as fast as possible. And uh, in the end, basically land like a gymnast. (laughs) um, So you want to run over the slippery ice while still catching what your teammate is shouting to you about which um, sheet of ice you're supposed to land on. Okay, that sounds daring. (laughs) That sounds daring. I'm not sure if I would call it awesome, but... You're putting yourself out there. You get one more dice. Listen, Three dice, bronze. If I do it, it's going to be awesome, okay? At least to max. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you don't do it, it's going to be so hilarious. I know, right? Roll these dice for me. Cool. Well, that was close. I have an exact three, which is my number. No, it wasn't. And two fours. Nice. <laughs> yep. Full success. Very nice. Yay. So... You do exactly what you wanted to do. You have a lot of <laughs> successes. So this is a crit, a critical success. That means you also get something. But first, do you want to ask a question first or do you want to wait until you are at the iceberg end? I actually do want to ask a question first. And that question doesn't okay. really have to do with the solution to this task. It has to do with what exactly are they trying um basically uh to judge here like is it teamwork Mm. is it our powers is it basically how clever we are like what is the point of this task um while you are jumping across and sliding across the ice you think oh damn this is impressive i'm being so cool right now (laughs) and you're thinking about oh i hope they notice that i'm doing some cool stuff then you remember that this camp is a lot about teamwork which is a workshop you went to and also 
since you guys have been, guys have, you, have been given a secret mission for this second week, you have the feeling that teamwork and showing you can learn um, from each other and use each other's advantages and disadvantages to balance your team out would be something that they would look favorably upon. That makes sense. So you have a feeling like this is less about succeeding and more about showing what you've learned in the first week yeah. in solving this puzzle. I mean, we already Which work teamwork together and bit, control so. of your powers is a big part of. Yeah, I'm, I'm asking this because I think to actually do well in a task, you have to understand what it's about. <laughs> and Max is very How invested very Max. in doing well. <laughs> is this enough, enough of an answer for you? It is. Okay. So I'm going to say there is this awesome moment um, as you slide across one of the sheets of ice where it starts to tip um, but you jump back a step and actually use the tipping of the sheet of ice to launch yourself above another one and as you land on the iceberg you slide in a very cool pose and stand almost directly underneath a big crack that you couldn't see from the shore but you can see from the side that leads almost exactly behind the glowing sword that looks very lightningable. So should I just keep going and shoot the thing? Yeah, just shoot it. Shoot it. Just shoot it. All right, then I guess I'm gonna shoot it. This sounds a lot like a brawn roll to me. Very physical, very impulsive. Oh yeah. Very emotionally fueled. So shoot, shoot, shoot the iceberg, I guess. Yes, and I think at this point that maybe Max doesn't have the full control she has later on, so it's usually just a decision between like a little spark, you know, sparky, <laughs> or just full-blown lightning that you could see across the entire lake. And, um, you know, you could probably feel the crackling in the air and everything. And obviously for this task, it will be the latter. <laughs> why, why am I getting Azula flashbacks? A bit like that, except way less control and, <laughs> you know, like, the murderous intent isn't there. That's that's good, thank you. In this specific situation. <laughs> I, I was thinking of Azula towards the end, by the way, where mm. control wasn't really a thing. That is true, <laughs> that is true. But I feel like the murderous intent, yeah, you know, you is don't have pretty that. important there. You know, the moment that Max can be described with the words murdering intent, I'm going to be extremely frightened for everyone involved. I mean, I, mean, I have to provoke that now. <laughs> I have to make that up for that now in the main plot. You know what? I mean, that is how you could clear the angry condition. So, <laughs> to, to be fair, I do love a good pure character who wants to be a hero actually turns into a villain story. That's fair, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Even if it's just for and five And there is minutes. the option to retire your character and give them over to the... Oh, but it says they are a par paragon of the city. Damn it. I mean, you, so can, you, could, you can probably You could decide to, to change characters and give um, yeah, just pay Max the to Julia as the a supervillain. Okay, we were, we were at the full-blown lightning strike. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that I'm would be pretty I'm debating if I'm going to give you the action is staring and awesome, but I think that sounds to me more like the most brawny thing you can possibly do. <laughs> Very emotional <laughs> I mean, I don't think very emotional in that way because it's still very goal-oriented, but I still feel like it's impulsive and especially since the lack of control is there. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I'm gonna stay with two dice. Yeah, okay. To reflect your lack of control over the situation. Roll two dice and... Tell me how it goes. We have a four and a five. Nice. nice. That's two successes. Yep. And I cannot cheat and Sam cannot change, cheat because we are sitting in front of each other and see our roles. So yep. Unless you are deciding to cheat together. Yeah, that will happen. That would be so complicated. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have a five and a six. Wink. <laughs> And you say wink out loud. Yes. <laughs> Considering wink. I'm not looking at Sam most of the time, I wouldn't even notice. <laughs> okay, so you rolled a five and a six. You had to go three or above. So that's two successes. So it works well. You, how does it look? How does it look like when, when Max cuts loose? 
Um, as I said, it's uh, basically just this big lightning strike that this time actually hits exactly where she wants it to. In in the crack, nice. basically. And... Ha. <laughs> ha. Like butt. <laughs> and I was thinking like thunder crack, but you know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> two kinds of people. <laughs> you shoot lightning. Yes. Maybe you're also a bit surprised how well it goes. Yeah, I'm definitely but... surprised how well I hit the target, I think. <laughs> like, not the intensity of the lightning strike, but how well I hit. Now I have to think of, like, the electricity guy from Hero Academia. <laughs> who's also, like, letting it all out is the only mode he has. True. True, true, true. <laughs> so, as the lightning strikes the iceberg... It seems like maybe the crack that you um, saw is also filled a little bit with water because what you guys see from the shore is a lightning strike traveling through the iceberg and then a gigantic rumble and the entire left side, the back side from your guys at the shore, just sort of breaks off and falls into the water creating a massive wave that travels towards the shore and towards you guys. But... It's, it dies out before you, like, it's not a tsunami wave, it's just, like, a wave wave. Hmm. Um, by some miracle, because you rolled two successes, uh, Max, you stay on your feet on the slippery iceberg and rock, or stand on the rocked boat, and now see the sword is only half submerged, like, part of the blade is still inside the iceberg, but it's still a few feet above you and you can't reach it by just reaching your hand out but the it is freed from the ice like 80 percent what i would like to know is what the two on the shore are thinking after seeing this display of power from max oh nice <laughs> nice <laughs> i mean robin is definitely impressed not appreciatively uh but it's not like i'm impressed or something <laughs> Robin is definitely impressed, and but but tries to play that, um, play it cool, and shouts over, "Is there a flying bison inside? We could really use that." You hear a chuckle from the count camp, uh, from the camp counselor, the count camp. Max is confused. <laughs> Max is confused because in in Dreamland they do not have Nickelodeon. <laughs> That's mm, fair. No, of course not. The camp counselor chuckles. You mean the Chaos Emerald? <laughs> That's what I always have to think when someone says chocolate. <laughs> and as you... Maybe I can give a little hint uh, to you guys. As you um, look over to... Maybe maybe Robin, you definitely notice it. I don't know how much Willoughby is paying attention to the camp counselor. I am. But I am. Um, you, you see Laurie um, making a note on the clipboard and something that looks very much like a check mark. Nice. And looks over at you guys and raises an eyebrow, um, sort of challengingly. Um, Max calls over to you. So, Will, can you can you levitate that out? I feel like if I shoot another one like that, the whole thing is gonna break apart. I can try. Um, do I have to jump closer to it to be able to attempt that? Um, I think that depends on how your telekinesis works. Right now, um, the back part of the iceberg is blown off, so to you it still looks like the um, like the sword is stuck inside the ice. I don't know if you have to have a clear line of sight or if you can just... I assume because of how I described it before, Will's um, telepathy, uh, telekinetic powers at this point basically work in a way where he can basically make stuff move towards him and make stuff move away from him. Okay. So line of sight is not that important. What's important is that okay. I'm on the side where I have to pull. Okay. Right now there is half of the iceberg between you and the um, and the blade. But if you were to go to the side or behind the iceberg, then you could pull it towards you without having to pull the entire iceberg towards you. Yeah. I I, I say that. <laughs> oh man, that's going to be extremely dramatic and definitely require a roll. I'm just going to walk around the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you are in the inside of the of the crescent shape, so if you wanted to round to go around the lake, you would be there in around half an hour. Oh wow, that's a big lake, huh? I mean, you're at the worst possible point to get to the other side of the lake. 
Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say it would Will, probably be Will, faster if you swam over yeah. there. Will is standing there and considering it. Like, do I just walk around? I think this is probably timed, right? <laughs> uh, and ultimately just shakes his head and says, okay, telepathy could work. It's not quite right for this situation. I have a different plan. Wait, wait. Was the task just to get it out of the ice, which we kind of did? Or was it to get it over here? Um, Laurie looks at you. Get the sword. You need the sword to point you to the next station. All right. So unfortunately, the middle of the iceberg is not the place you have to get it to. All right. Uh, will 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 is going will, to will? just walk backwards a little bit and I assume like do we have other is there like an official camp uniform of some sort you tell me I assume uh, t-shirts I'm gonna say this right? yeah. yeah I assume t-shirts like yeah t-shirts with Definitely. a camp, lo- camp logo are they orange yep Yes, yes, sure. please let them be. I orange. have been holding back a Camp Half Blood reference for this entire mini arc. Well, Mimi got um, there first. <laughs> yeah. I okay. I haven't uh, even read many of the books. <laughs> I actually read all of them for some reason. Uh, okay. They're not bad. That. They're fine. They're fine. They're just as children's books, right? Like, they're fine. The character development is a little weak. <laughs> Okay, forget about it. You uh, take some uh, steps backwards. Yeah, I, I take uh, because of the camp T-shirt that was relevant. So if there's a T-shirt, like I assume, Will goes with the time-tried tradition of wearing like a jacket or a hoodie jacket halfway closed over the T-shirt because he's ashamed of wearing it. Fair. So sure. technically that he's wearing it, well. but you know, he uh, he can get around people saying, "Hey, you're not wearing your camp T-shirt." Mm-hmm. Um, he like takes off the hoodie he's wearing over it and like stretches a little bit uh, a little bit away and it's like all right um max hold on to anything you can and then he like with a bit of way made he runs over and during running transforms into a giant burly black demon uh and jumps right at the (laughs) iceberg and, okay. <laughs> and this time Robin actually stares at at Will in awe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because I'm gone, that's, that was the thing that Robin wasn't expecting to happen. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the daring and awesome die for sure. Okay. Uh, also, I have like my demonic super strength. Yeah. Uh, which I will use for this jump. So, so that's three die, right? I assume it's that's th- three dice. I assume this is like the direction of impulsive and power more. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds a lot like brawn to me. Yeah. Yeah. Super strength and changing. You can see as you as you sort of pass by the camp counselor that they just look at you with like their mouth hanging open <laughs> and the clipboard sort of falling out of her hand. She has never seen such participation from you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for me, that's my number is a four. So for me, that's four, five, six is a success. Yes, four and above. I'm a, I'm a little dice. bit more brainy than Brawny. Okay, that's a one, a six, and a five. So still uh, decent, still two. Two above. Two successes. That means it works well. Uh, I'm not sure how to adjudicate a demon jumping at an iceberg. <laughs> but I'm. What what was your aim? Re- tackling it, destroying it, get over there. I'm not planning on destroying it. I just wanted to get onto the iceberg so I can try to physically pull the sword out. Okay. You, does your demon form have wings or is it just super strong? It's just like, it's it's kind of Hulk-ish. It's just okay. like big, uh, big, thick muscles. Looks like it's made of obsidian, uh, like slightly shiny uh, and has big ass horns, of course. But Sounds no wings. to me a little bit like the, uh, like the synths from the Shazam movie. Yeah, 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 that goes in the right direction. So this demon jumps across half of the lake and lands perfectly on the tip of the iceberg, just a small hand reach from the hilt of the sword that is sticking out of the sheared off side of the iceberg. Sorry, didn't want to do it this way because like, I think teamwork's important and all of that. Max um, stares at him and then says, you might just be the coolest person in the entire camp. <laughs> Uh, if the demon could uh, get red cheeks, it would. <laughs> you reach down, you grab the sort of... It looks like it should be made out of mist, but it feels soft 
but also solid. And you pull out this spectral green sword and you raise it above your head um, in a victory pose. And as you turn around, you hear like just slow clapping um, from Nori Ballard. She has picked up her, her, her um, clipboard again and is just clapping slowly and looking at you, sort of a bit aghast. You have acquired uh, the spectral sword. Da -da -da -da. Max, Will, you are still on a floating iceberg. Robin, you're still at the shore. I would try to throw the sword for Max. Like, here, catch. I mean, I'll try to catch it, I guess. Preferably <laughs> without getting stabbed. And yeah, uh, throwing Gallivant. swords at people. Mm. Gallivant. Gallivant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking Gallivant because I just recently rewatched that. Yeah, it's so good. Same. Do yeah. not get distracted. Throw the sword. I did. You're I'm just, just going to tell me just, what I do. I would say just lightly tossing a sword a few feet down will not require a roll. Nice. You're not in any time crunch. Good. Tell that to Gallivant. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the catching will require a roll, not the throwing. Max, roll a... Hmm, I would say that is brains keeping cool. <sighs> roll me a brains roll <laughs> to catch a sword. I'm going to give you an additional... <laughs> D6 Shit, what did I do to from, you? <laughs> I'm helping, From basically. Will. <laughs> All right. Why didn't you throw it to Shaw? That's like a long way, right? Yeah, but yeah, he's a, a demon. Yeah. Right, the demonic strength could have helped with that. But then you would get stabbed from No, I the would thing just is, not I don't step wanna... in the way of the sword. I would just let it hit the ground. I don't want to jump back to shore is my thing right now. And I don't think I can swim well with the sword in hand. And also, like, the ice like floats would probably not be able to like like I, I think I might be too massive right now for that so I got a three and a five and you want to get a I, three a, my, my oh, number is a three yeah so as you touch the sword you get a little gut instinct which means you can ask me a question but I'm also gonna say as you catch the sword you sort of fumble it a bit and one of your feet slips out from under you and you slide halfway into the water and as you as your foot touches the water you see a tendril of water sort of shooting out and beginning to wrap around your leg Oops. Oh. we wouldn't have even figured that out <laughs> if we just made it up yep if you hadn't thrown the fucking sword uh, so you have the sword but there's a a water tentacle slowly wrapping itself around your foot that is now wet your socks are also wet, I assume. Who, who says I'm wearing socks? I'm going to try to jump down and hold on to you. Yeah, but I would like to ask the question first. Um, yeah, sure. Yes. Do do I think that the tendril is reaching for me or does it want the sword? You have the feeling that the tendril w reached for you as you touched the water. So you get the feeling that it's mostly luck that none of you touched the water until now. Um, and that it has nothing to do with the okay. sword and more like a maybe a trap that would supposed to be that's supposed to make the challenge a bit more difficult. Hmm. Well, unless we you roll, activate that. Unless you roll really awesome, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were so close to getting out yeah. without <laughs> without a hitch. I mean, right now it's still only wrapped around like your foot and your ankle and it's not a, a massive tendril and it's slowly working itself upwards will is gonna jump down and try to pull max uh, like gonna slide down the mountain and try to grab hold of something a bit further down so he can pull max to himself okay away from the, the tentacle grip of the of the tentacle okay i'm gonna say this is a brawn roll where uh, your super strength definitely helps so two dice can i right. help maybe by um grabbing onto his hand or something I'm sure. All right. Let's go for it. Three dice, four up. Uh, that's, again, a five and a six and a two this time. So it works well. Nothing goes wrong. Nothing goes exceptionally right. It just goes right. Hey. Um, you reach down and grab Max's hand and pull her out of the half-submerged state. And the tendril tries to hold on, but slips off. And Max is, and you are now standing on the iceberg with one soggy shoe and a glowing sword. Congratulations. Okay, so 
I can't cast spells while I'm in this form. So I I'm I can try to jump back unless you have a better idea. I mean I made it over the ice once. I can just drop you off on one of the pellets for sure. And Robin is on the other side again. That one! That one! <laughs> <laughs> it might have changed, you know? No, I mean, they they kept track of the ice all the time. Yeah, but I'm just saying it, it might have changed, you know? Like, it's not maybe swimming the way it was before or mm -hmm. something. I'm just going to have to drop you off before I transform back. I mean, the giant wave from half of the iceberg dropping into the water definitely um, pushed the um, ice sheets a bit around but okay there's two options i can either drop you off and then transform back and then we make it over the ice or i can try to jump back to shore with you and the sword i mean if you could jump with just me and the sword that would be pretty awesome i'd be jumping off of a swimming iceberg so uh maybe not the best footing i mean you know best what you can and can't do Will looks down at the water and, like, imagines falling in and getting gripped by tentacles and pulled down. I'm gonna say we go over the flows and try that. So, yeah, I, I drop Max onto the closest ice flow and then also jump on that once Max is off of it and transform back. Because I don't think they'll carry me in my demon form. Yeah, as you jump down, it starts to wobble and sink a bit. But as you transform back, it, it bobs to the surface again. Bob. Now your shoes are kind of wet too. Uh, damp. Are you, Maybe damp are you wearing is the socks? right word. <laughs> In the shoes? This is probably. the important question of the adventure. Pro uh, probably like Chuck Taylors with socks in them. Okay. Just, you Not know, for the world building. Yes. Yeah, of course. <laughs> And, and and Dixon is probably wearing Crocs with socks in them. I'm doing that despite the edict of 35 that forbade wearing socks inside of shoes after the great sock walls. <laughs> it's a it's an act of rebellion. Mm, yeah, that's not enforced anyways. People refer to this um, era of the uh, sock off. It's the sock off era of the third age of humans. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. So, can we maybe help each other to... um, over the ice or I don't know. Do you I, I mean, mean you I still assume... get my help rolls, I guess. Yeah. That's true. Because I'm still going to be directing you. True. Oracle over there is helping both of us. I would say that the help from Robin definitely gives you an additional die. I'm thinking about if this would be brawn or brains because if you just want to jump across I would say that's a brawn roll. If you want to help each other across it, I would say this is then more about planning and sort of figuring out how to balance and holding onto each other and stuff. So I'm gonna leave it up to you. How do you guys want to do it? I'd say help each other because then I can also help you out with my telekinesis. Yeah, and I think it's like sort of the same situation either way because I'm slightly more brawny and you're slightly more brainy. Exactly. So it's basically yeah. the same, right? <laughs> And in this case, if I help you with my powers, I might get an additional die. Yeah. So I'm picturing it like this: um, you hold to each, hold on to each other, like one of one of you goes over the next flow and sort of holds their hand out. And if the sheet of ice starts wobbling, it, um, will stabilizes it with telekinesis. So I will say that is three dice for each of you, from the ability, um, from the doing a role in general and the help from Robin um, with them calling out which which sheets of ice are stable or will get you there fastest. Three dice, brains number below, that's one success. I actually have two successes. Yup. A three and a two. I rolled a five and a six again because I do that every single time, but this time it's bad. <laughs> You you also have a super success. So, yeah, I also uh, wrote my number, so... <laughs> Max, will you get over the first few sheets of ice? No problem. Towards the middle, you notice that the wave that came out from half of the iceberg um, crashing into the water, the flows have floated back from each other a bit, so the gap is a bit bigger than um, you've been used to. And... As Max jumps over there and will you stabilize the platform via telekinesis, you 
can't quite bring up the um, concentration to keep the one you are standing on stable as well. So as Max jumps over there, you slip on the ice and fall down and the flow starts to tilt and you start to sliding towards the water. Oops. And you see um, the edge of the water sort of quivering and a slight bump starts forming as if a tendril is readying itself. How far apart are we? If you wanted to get um, back over there, you'd have to jump. Okay. It wouldn't just be a step. But it would be a very possible jump. Could I technically um, get the salt over there so Will could grab onto it? Sure, but then you would have to grab it at the blade. I mean, I am wearing my superhero gloves, obviously. Also, you have not tried what, what, if the what sword, kind is of sword is it anyway? even sharp. It is a spectral sort of soft sword. Yeah, I it's mean... A spe but, spectral mist sword. But still, yeah, I'm, but, I'm wearing um, gloves. Broadsword, katana, what, okay. what are we dealing with? I would say broadsword. Okay. Very stylized, like how you would picture a, a majestic Most sword. Most of them are blunt Pretty weapons long. anyway. What I was going to say anyway is this is a sword you are supposed to bring in from a camp. Yeah. So it's not sharp anyway. Yeah. Um, so you can grab it at the at the blade and not cut yourself. And just on the whole clothes uh, situation, I think um, Max is literally just wearing her kind of superhero costume and over that the uh, the camp t-shirt, <laughs> <laughs> like the exact opposite does of Will. Does he still have the same? No, it's does he, does, It's not the same it's, as it's later on. Um, I think the symbol is like sort of an explosion instead of the lightning uh, strike. And the color st scheme is still red, but red with yellow, which is, you know, kind of the basic thing. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's it's the opposite from Will. It's just the t-shirt over everything else so everyone can see it all the time. I assume the t-shirt grows with the demon form. They probably all have like Hulk wear t-shirts there that just stretch with form They're changes. very stretchy. <laughs> yeah. Almost as if they consider people with superpowers when they... Yeah. Probably they don't also don't catch fire if you turn, set your body on fire. If you haven't tried it yet. I mean, I mean there's I, probably fire starters in camp. Yeah. So, Max, you reach over the hilt of the sword. Yes. Will, what are you doing? I assume you I want to grab, grab the sword. I hold on to sword, yes. Okay, you hold Take on to sword. sword. You, you stop sliding, but you're still on the tilted ice and it starts quivering a bit more. You have a feeling that you feel little... Um, jolts from below as if the tendril was sort of nudging it towards tilting all the way over. Mm. But you have grabbed the sword for now. You don't, you're not actively sliding yet. Robin? Yeah? Uh, do you actually not have powers? Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, I was just thinking, do you have maybe like secret telepathy, uh, telekinesis, anything like that? Nope. Water control? Nope. Okay. Just check in. <laughs> Because I'm about to be tipped over. <laughs> it's just brain powers. I have no superpowers, Max. How often do I have to tell you? I believe you. I believe you. I know that uh, you do, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe try stomping. I don't know. I have tried everything. No, I meant Will. Okay. <laughs> like stomping the tendrils or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm not... Oh, boy. Like, I, I just imagine you like lying on a sheet of ice in a t-shirt and just like, sorry, we have a conversation here. <laughs> my focus with my powers is usually telekinesis, illusion, stuff like that. This, uh, I, I can do other stuff. It's just not as good. Levitate the whole damn platform. I could try that. That's a good idea. And you know it's intense because Max just swore. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> And it wasn't even bleeped out by a loudspeaker nearby. <laughs> I mean, yes, and also... Just at that moment, one sheet of ice cracked apart and, um, <laughs> and silenced. Also, um, your swear Max word. has not yet learned completely how child-friendly you should be as a superhero to be marketable. Right. <laughs> so that can slip out, you know. Later on, it's... Should have so gone to that workshop. <laughs> Max is still trying to be slightly edgy. Exactly. Uh... Yeah, Will is going to try to levitate the float of ice he's on. Okay, I'm not sure if this would fall under telekinesis because I'm not sure if you can telekinesis something towards you when you are lying on top of it. That sounds very much like pulling yourself out by your bootstraps. I mean, I am pulling it towards me and it never really reaches <laughs> me because I keep pulling it towards <laughs> me. Yes, mm. try to justify it. Mm. I, I mean, mean it, okay. it, it um, never passes me. Sure, but it touches you all the time. 
I'm just do it. Just roll your two dice. And see, this is where you learn. Uh, if it, you argue it, enough with your GM, sometimes Is this a brainy or a brawny? Is this a fisty or is this a heady? I'm gonna say this is a heady. That's a okay. brain roll because you have to keep your cool and balance and stuff. This is less about physical or impulsive. That's so. a one and a six. Oh boy, That's wow. <laughs> That's a half success. That's like the entire spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been one success, no matter what your number was. Exactly. So you levitate. Hmm. How can I make this a? You succeed a bit, but you f also fail a bit. Ooh, ooh. Can I be this? I mean, I, my character doesn't have to survive the summer camp for sure. Do whatever. <laughs> you concentrate, and you actually manage to levitate the um, sheet of ice upwards and it starts rising and you can feel the tendrils sort of trying to grab onto it but not quite managing but you also are still holding onto the sword one of you will have to let go and there is a possibility that it will fall into the water depending on if you are able to communicate very quickly who holds on and who lets go otherwise we will have a no you first oh sorry no you first Wait, um, okay, I, I didn't quite get the situation. I, I'm rising up and I have to let go of the... Or one of us has to let go of the sword because I keep rising up. Or what? what's this thing? Yes. Okay. But I'm going to give you the complication that one of you will have to let go of the sword and you better hope that not both of you let go of the sword because then it will fall into the water. I mean, the logical thing would be the person holding on to the hilt keeps holding on to it because... Max is just holding onto the blade, which is but not a very stable grip. Yeah. Hey, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Before we keep talking about this, how about each of one secretly picks I hold onto it or I don't hold onto it and then we reveal it at the same time. All right. That I'm sounds... Gonna... Because that's what I wanted to say. This is a split split, uh, split second decision. Okay, I'm going to mute. I don't, I don't anything... think we can logic our way. I don't way, have anything so. to write onto here, so I'm just going to mute uh, us. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to see just, it anyway. And tell Someone Sam. Someone could <laughs> hold up down. Yeah, you just tell Sam, and then I say it, and then yeah. you uh, use. So I'm going to mute us for a second. Mute. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Julian, what is your uh, choice? I let go. Yes! I hold on! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Personality-wise, that is very accurate to well, us. It, it is. Yeah, yeah, and I was also <laughs> thinking like I'm rising up, and you're the person who was holding the sword already. So, if I hold but it also, as soon as I drop down, that's gonna be bad news. Yeah. Also, I think that Max is still like this is a mission. I have to finish this mission. The sword is the most important yeah. thing. <laughs> that works. So as you rise up, you instinctively let go of the sword as you um. Notice it dragging you towards the edge, and Max, you still have the hilt, the blade of the sword in your hand, and it did not fall into the water. Max, you are standing on a floating sheet of ice. Will, you are floating on a f still floating, but this time in the air, a sheet <laughs> of ice. I'm gonna allow you to nice. sort of just gently float it over towards the shore. Okay, I, ha I had another idea how to do this, but this also works. I think we have spent enough time on floating sheets of ice. My idea was just I sort of like slide down one of the sides of it a little bit and then like push it away from me to have it like launch itself at the bay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can do that if you want, but that would be a roll, I would say. Sure, I'm going to do that. Why not? That's fun. But also it sounds pretty awesome. Take one dice. Hey, let's see what we get here. That's a one, a three and a four. And my stat is four. Four. Nice. Oh, I didn't say which one. I would say. I mean, this the last one was brawn. brain. I mean, the last I one rising up was brain. So, brawn also works. I would still go with a bronze roll because that's more showing off and less about um, intellect or cunning. Then it's a partial success. That's exactly my stat. <laughs> okay. So, insight. So, uh, just tell um, me what happens, and then I use my insight for something that happens along with that. I guess. Um. Okay. So you shoot the sheet of ice towards the bay while you're still on it. Um, you. I know a good way this could crash go wrong. into the shore. <laughs> yeah. You manage to get over there. You take a big tumble off of that sheet of ice. I don't know if it will make sense this episode by take um, half a point of damage. 
All right. As you tumble over the sandy, sort of pebbly um, shoreline and land like almost next to Robin, very undignified, but successfully. I'm too cool to care about looking undignified. (laughs) I offer Will my hand so that he can stand up. Uh, Will takes a hand. Yay, character moment. Max, I'm going to say, um, since you're already almost halfway through the shore, I'm just going to say, with the help from Robin, and since the sheets of ice were pushed closer to shore um, by the wave, you're just going to be able to make it over there. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to use the sword um, maybe to steady myself on the ice a bit and, you know, be careful and not just run over there like a maniac uh, the way I did before. (laughs) Again. Yeah. That makes sense to me. So, you all are standing on the shore. Max, you have the spectral sword. And um, Laurie Ballard comes over to you with uh, um, with her clipboard. It says, okay, that is one successful mission. Very well done, everyone. Great use of your powers. Uh, sure. And she reaches over and touches the sword. And as she touches it, it sort of floats out of your hand and becomes mist and starts pointing in the direction back towards the camp, but a bit to the side and floats in front of you, pointing towards one direction. So um, just follow the sword to your next challenge. This this is very video game, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what kids like, right? Kids like video games. If you make it video gamey, then maybe they will like the <laughs> summer camp. And then they will say they tell the parents that they like the summer camp. And then more parents will send their kids here. Right? Oh, yeah, I've played That's how marketing all works. the video games. All the video games <laughs> oh, released by Dreamland um, TM. Yeah. Yeah. You have played that Goose Tales game <laughs> that nobody mm-hmm. has heard about. <laughs> the... Um, Diego Goose game where he just jumps across stuff and tries to uh, not lose his temper while he does it. And Heaven Rim. And also Empire Livers, of course, uh, the equivalent to Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Empire Livers? Empire Livers, I don't the know. Best <laughs> Empire Livers. No, Sora. Every living being has a liver. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Empire Livers was light all along. <laughs> so um Max asks will the other team be here immediately after us or is it like a break for you in between I have to set up the challenge again so they will be along in about 10 minutes so move along I have stuff to do right right no break for you I'm so sorry no it's a living it's a living also it's a living um can I just say how amazed I am that she made the check mark before stuff went south <laughs> like she didn't. She made the check mark before Will even got there. I mean, I feel like <laughs> I don't know what she checked. I also got a check mark. We got separate check marks. I feel like the first check mark was just you know, can they use their abilities, and are they capable of working as a team? Yeah. I feel like succeed mission is like an end thing. Right. Mm. D- does she have to uh, actually rescue us out of the lake or not? You assume there's a reason why they put the person with water manipulation powers um, next to the lake. I mean, she also has to refreeze the ice. I'm assuming. And make water tendrils grab <laughs> you. And make water tendrils yeah. grab you. Will, Will puts the hoodie back on and says to the other one, so uh, next one, right? Yeah, sure, let's. Yep. Um, by the way, um, for the for the stealing plan... Um, yeah, that's so why Max asked whether the team yeah. would come immediately. Maybe mm. we can, like see them on the mm-hmm. way or something. So Ryan is wearing the thing around his neck. I haven't mentioned that before. What thing? Uh, the the thing that we're supposed to steal, I guess. Other, yeah, uh, unless yeah. it was a decoy. Wow, your brain is amazing. I didn't even notice that. Oh yeah, uh, Will is gonna also pick his backpack up again, which he probably also oh, yeah. put down on the ground. <laughs> you know that backpack <laughs> that something very important is in? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Robin had an eye on it while, while you guys were gone. Also, it's not like it's important to Will. Yeah. Okay, true. <laughs> I think you guys as as characters also might know that there might be a reason that they gave you the mission on the day that both of yeah. these cabins 
will be on a scavenger hunt where there will be little oversight between these stations and that they are that they are also probably understaffed and underpaid so they might be very efficient in the way they set up their challenges that maybe there is a point later on where the other team might play a part so there has to be an opportunity that they try to take as well you know yeah. like mm. yeah they're not just they gonna sit there and well. do nothing <laughs> yeah like if we don't get their thing that sucks you know yeah but they're also gonna try to get ours yep. so we're yep. gonna meet them one way or the other on that note by the way um robin is looking around for for a stone that is as big as a tennis ball ish sure you can find one there are a lot of like pebbled sand and some stones um, on the shore. So, so Robin Can takes one and stops... Can you find two, maybe, even? <laughs> one for you each might of even us. be able to find two. One of them is slightly egg-shaped and less round. Uh, Robin stuffs the rounder one into one of their uh, pockets. Uh, Will sees that and is like, I could make that more convincing. Sure. Uh, I'm going to try to cast an illusion on it to make it look like the stone in my backpack. Okay. Nice. Is that a... Illusions uh, is one of my three powers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just had to, had to it also find sounds brainy. Notes. Yeah, it's definitely it's a brain's probably roll. More of a brain move, I would yeah. say brain's roll, uh, two dice. All right. That's a four and a four, which is also my stat. <laughs> nice. Ooh. Also, this is the first roll I did where my green die didn't roll a five or a six. <laughs> Good job, die. Brain roll, you wanted to roll your number or below. You rolled your number twice. So we're going to go with two questions since that's what we have established. Um, you want to create an illusion of the orb, I'm yeah. assuming. And since you have two successes, that works well. And you, the stone now looks a lot like the orb, but holding it in your hand, you can tell that the weight is still different. It's yeah. an optical illusion and not a, you didn't transform it. I assume the illusion was easier because I cast it on something that's like generally about the size and shape as the orb. Does the other team so. know how heavy the orb is supposed no. to yeah, be? Yeah, probably not. No. So you know, yeah. like... Mm-hmm. Also, um, but if to, they to top it, it they might bit. notice that the look and the feel of it are not the same, but that, I mean, it's supposed to be a magic orb that might mean mm-hmm. something or nothing. To to top off the illusion, um, Robert is, Robin is gonna... Um, as if self-consciously um, patting the the outside of the pocket a lot, just to make sure mm. that people will notice that <laughs> there might be something hidden there. Nice. How very manipulative of you. Thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just going to ask like one question because I can't think of two. Or like maybe it's one question in regards to two people. But the, the main question that I would ask is like, uh, they had it around their necks, which was pretty obvious. Yep. Uh, my question would be, what would be like other places about as obvious as wearing it around your neck, even if not wearing it around your neck? Because like I, I want to hit exactly the same level of obvious as them, <laughs> uh, because that's clearly how they think. You might go just the exact same way, like put it into a pouch and hang it around your neck. Mm. That might be very obvious, but also raise the same question that you guys are having. Is it obvious or is it too obvious but Mm. if you want to go obvious you could go the exact um exact same route also what you figure what a pretty obvious um and standard strategy would be is just passing it around between all of you so that isn't so that it isn't at Mm. in one place all the time makes sense now what i'm thinking is max could have it in the pocket and Robin could wear it around the neck because it's not going to really impede Robin in anything they're doing because they're not really going to interact physically with the challenges if possible while it w- might get in the way for Max. That's yeah. true. Also, I feel like around the neck is still better than in just, you know, your front pocket. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like slightly better. And I feel like if you're supposed to be the super brainy one, then maybe that's not as convincing. Fair. I mean, we're we're giving them a lot of credit for their ability to read our psyche, uh, <laughs> while their idea of hiding something was put it around your fucking neck. If that isn't a decoy <laughs> as well. If that isn't also a decoy, I'm uh, okay. I'm gonna Quick say. Quick reminder, this. you guys, you guys are eleven and twelve to twelve. Yeah. Do not think about it like an adult. Think about yeah. it as a child. I'm gonna think what about you, it. Like where this. would you put a magic orb? 
Max, put one in your backpack and Robin, hang one around your neck. Because if there's like two of them that are pretty much visible. Yeah, they'll know like, that we have They're going to know that there can't be two. They're going to know we're going to be we're up to some tricks. Right. So I'm going to hang it around my neck in a sort of pouch and still going to do that thing where I where I check it every once in a while. Yeah. Also, okay. I have decided that Max is wearing kind of an unwieldy backpack, which will later on be mm. the reason that she integrates lots of pockets into her costume. <laughs> nice. <laughs> With your um, illusioned... Illusion, illusionated, illusionated. <laughs> With your stones that carry a illusion on them, safely tucked away, you make your way along the path. Um, do you want to go by the camp or just follow the pointing, floating, nebulous sword? Efficiency. Yeah, Next mission. We're, pointing the sword is we're just point, cool. we're, we're walking uh, with the sword. <laughs> yeah. The sword knows. Um, as you follow the sword along the path, you wind around some trees and you go into the forested area to one side of the camp. And as you follow the path, you come towards a clearing with some uh, big boulders that you guys maybe have used to just get some sun or climb around on and maybe test some abilities on. Um, as you come closer, the wind picks up and some of the dust starts sort of getting picked up off the ground. And as you grow closer to the boulders, the wind picks up even more and a little, a little, a, t a tiny tornado um, starts forming. And as you grow closer, the tornado also grows. And with a big rumbling crash, one of the boulders sort of topples over, crashes to the ground in front of you, bursts into a bunch of smaller, smaller in comparison to a boulder, still pretty giant rocks and all get swept up into a tornado. Before you stands a about five meter high, two meter wide tornado of just swirling rocks, dust and pebbles. And it starts moving towards you. And this is where we'll end this little episode. Hey. Thank you guys so much for um, having some fun with me. I hope it was as funny to you as it was to me, even if there were some tangents in there that I hope Julian will cut out and not leave in. The tangents are good. I keep in the Depends good tangents. Depends on the tangents. Some tangents are not good. And yeah, those I cut, but I keep in a lot of tangents. Okay, so I want to thank um, Julian for playing a character this time. Mimi hey. for letting us get a glimpse of Baby Max and our special guest Sam for joining us on this adventure. And maybe you forgot to thank yourself. Thank myself. And I'm th gonna thank myself for my brain's ability to cough, cough up um, some plot when I torture yes. it into doing so. Thank you, brain. Important power. You are appreciated. I'm working on you. <laughs> That's the real superpower. If you guys like this little one shot, um, be sure to let us know on social media. Julian, what are our social medias? Media. Uh, they are at Waypoint Pod uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. At Waypoint Pod, all one word with an ad at the beginning. <laughs> Don't forget to plug the Thank YouTube. Thank you for the clarification. Oh, yeah. Also, I have a YouTube channel where I have this podcast and also another podcast that I do called Kill the Author. It's Burning Oleander. Uh, I upload all of the video on demands on there if you want to like have it play on YouTube, I guess. So now that you know how to reach us, say hi, say what you liked, say what you didn't like, send us pictures of your pets, <laughs> all of them. We love any any pet. Tell us that what we're doing is... Uh, not up to your standards because we sure want to hear it and we definitely need that engagement. <laughs> yeah, give us your take on the gift gif um, debate yeah. if you want. But only if it's accompanied by a picture of a pet. It doesn't have to be yours, but a pet. I don't steal pets. a pet for this though. Like, don't steal a pet. Well, thank you to Vio for being our GM. Vio, you're doing great. I don't know how to handle this. Thank Keep you it for up. thanking me. <laughs> Woo, You're welcome. Leo. You keep it up. Piece of advice from me: just say hell yeah. You should be thanking me. I'm an awesome GM. <laughs> <laughs> like even if you're not feeling it, just say it. Fake it till you make it. If you're a GM, sure. you can just say anything. People can be lucky to have someone willing to GM that they know. 
So thank you all for listening. I'm going to cut this short because I really don't know how to handle compliments and I'm working on that. <laughs> but I hope you like this one. Well, chat us up if you feel like it. And if you don't, just send us some patch pictures. And we hope we're going to see you next time. Hear you. Bye. See you. Whatever. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.